Good morning, everyone in and around Lake Tahoe. This is Tahoe Talk with Mike Perrin and Rob Galloway. It is our 75th episode. Pretty oh. wild to think, huh, Rob? Yeah, happy 75th episode anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> we are waking up here in Tahoe to reports of four degrees over in Winnemucca in Nevada this morning. A hundred mile an hour wind gusts at Squaw Alpine overnight and some very dark morning. So it's finally starting to feel the change of the seasons after that out there after pretty much an extremely mild and very pleasurable summer. But... <laughs> The best change of them all. Yeah, we get an extra hour of sleep, people, oh, yeah. <laughs> this Saturday night into Sunday morning with the time change. So we are falling oh, back, baby. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody needs that. <laughs> uh, so ba- make sure, uh, I mean, basically everybody's going off their phones, but if you got a, one of those old clocks, set them back. They'll get confused there on the oven and the microwave. Uh, those are mainly the ones that'll, <laughs> that'll confuse you, right? <laughs> oh, your, your car your car phone or your car uh, clock. Car clock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into the news here on Tahoe Talk. Taco Bell has discontinued many of their popular items like the Mexican pizza, the potato soft tacos, among about 15 others. That's not the real story here, though. I mean, a lot of people (laughs) up in arms about this, but a Missouri man got wind of that and got in his car, put it in high gear, drove to all of the nearest Taco Bells that he could and uh, bought all of these discontinued items, put them in uh, his freezer and then carried on to sell them out of his trunk over the next few days with uh, freeze-dried eyes for 70 bucks an item. Seven zero, people. Not it, 17, not seven, 70. Did it say, like, did he really, did he sell any? Yes, he did. Really? He oh. was, he, he had a line. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm not, I don't know how the FDA feels about that, right? <laughs> With the <laughs> regulations there, but just thought that was a funny story. Another quirky one, a Minnesota man just won the pumpkin Super Bowl with a 2,350 pound gourd named Tiger King, nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> uh, this competition was actually in California. So how do you transport that damn thing? I mean, that's like, yeah. you know, you can't just roll it up like you got a crane, semis. I can only imagine what forklift. it took, but <laughs> a forklift, yeah. <laughs> but the the champ took home $16,450 in prize money. And they pay by the pound, <laughs> fittingly, <laughs> for that competition. $7 a pound. Uh, that's the system they do there. With, uh, But uh, it did not break the record for what they've seen there at the Pumpkin Super Bowl before. It was about 700 pounds short. So that means the record is right around uh, 3,000 pounds for a pumpkin at the pumpkin super bowl so uh, yeah they always do it a couple of weeks right before halloween and then if you've been watching the world series at all you've seen the commercials for the brand new gmc hummer ev and they've got lebron james narrating it and endorsing it this puppy it's no, it's no puppy, actually. It is a grown-ass dog if it were a hidden dog. It has a 1,000 horsepower. It's all electric, 0 to 60 in 3 seconds, 18 cameras. It's got a 6 to 8-inch suspension air lift with the press of a button. I could go on and on, but the, the best one that just sort of blew my mind is the crab walk feature. 
it can drive diagonally. So sort of like what you've seen for the snow plows where all four of the wheels articulate or, you know, some heavy, you know, equipment, a lot of them can do this, but in a car, this is cutting edge. Check out the video online. There's a nine minute promo video with all these features and it's just a measly 110 grand, uh, Rob. So oh. you got that, right? Yeah, just yeah, buy two. Get, yeah. yeah, get one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Check out that video online. Jeez. And then another cool story, movie theaters doing the old pivot, finding the silver lining, you know, all the all the buzzwords of COVID. Uh, they've doing, you know, if you've been craving that movie theater popcorn, if Jiffy Pop isn't doing it for you, or even the, you know, the ones you pop with, the movie theater popcorn uh, in your microwave. Well, you can go to a lot of these movie theaters now and they're doing curbside pickup for their popcorn. Pretty, pretty innovative there. Or uh, at select theaters, you can rent out an entire room or theater for 99 bucks and share it with up to 20 of your friends. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what that comes out to five bucks a head. Uh, so that's a that's a good deal if you can get 20 friends together and in sure. on it, um, even at 10 friends, you know, 10 bucks. That's cheaper than the movies normally would be. Uh, and side note here locally, Heavenly Village Cinema is offering that curbside pickup. And Jana, the owner, said it has been gangbusters there. People are loving that. Really? Uh, yeah, it's right huh. there in the Heavenly Village. So check that out if you've been craving it. And then on to some of the you know more newsy news. You can now, if uh, you could get to China, you could get a COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, they're doing drive-up injections, two sets of injections uh, of the CoronaVac, they're calling it, uh, made by Sinovac. <laughs> and um, the, the cost is uh, about 300 bucks US and they're at private hospitals only, but they are doing drive-through vaccine treatments. Uh, it still isn't past the final stage three clinical trials, but hey, it's China right? <laughs> they, they do what they want anyway. So anyone can just show up, pay the money and get the vaccine. Uh, and then a side note to that one, you know, it, obviously it, it's a tough one to, to pinpoint, but they're saying vaccines more than likely uh, available to the entire American public by April, 2021. That's what you're seeing as like a general cons conservative uh, consensus estimate. Yeah, there. I think they're saying that you can, they'll have them before, but it just won't be in that big bulk where everybody w widespread. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, and then it, normally I do a fact check, but I just wanted to let a fact settle in as we're all voting or have already voted. Um, you know, in the past five elections, two, in, in, in two out of the fa past five elections, excuse me, the Electoral College has awarded the White House to the loser of the popular vote. So let that sink in. The loser of the popular vote has won the election. So three more in 2016, three more, three million more people voted for Hillary Clinton overall, but it was 77,000 votes in three key Midwest states that swung the entire presidency. So that's the electoral college for you folks. I mean, there's there's some things on Netflix to watch about the electoral college is super interesting and some great podcasts, but that's smaller than a college football stadium. 77,000 votes swung the election. So make sure you vote. <laughs> uh, and then my last one here, Friday, October 30th, Rob Galloway's favorite day of the year, National Candy Corn Day. You can get rid of that. You know, that can... <laughs> 
get the hell out of here. I hate candy corn. It's disgusting. <laughs> Me too. My least favorite candy corn, but a funny side note on that one. My pregnant wife had me go to about six stores to find a certain brand, Birch's. I guess it's the original brand of candy corn because she loves it so much. And I was just disgusted with myself. I had my head down like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It is so uh, nasty. We were talking about, uh, our family's talking about that the other day where like kids love it. And my wife and I hate it. And they, we threw those, um, you know, those like spongy peanuts also, they're like fake peanuts. They're not really peanuts, but they're kind of the same thing as can Oh, just disgusting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I right. Did you see um, I, the LA Times? They they released this uh, Halloween candy power rankings. I don't know if you saw that story. No, uh, that any, sounds fun. Any guesses to what the, uh, the number one candy was? Oh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Snickers or Reese's. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yep. Yeah. Was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's my favorite. Definitely. Oh yeah. You can't go wrong. <laughs> okay. Rob, I'm going to turn it over to you for uh, all the local hits in the all news these right. days. Well, we, I said we weren't really going to continue our weekly reports on COVID cases unless there was really something specific. And so there is something uh, specific in relation to Washoe County where the virus is surging. Uh, they are at an all time high. They have 1,872 active cases. Uh, Incline and uh, is at eight active cases in Crystal Bay at zero. That's about where they've been, um, you know, over the past few weeks that, that hasn't really changed. So really it's um, it's down in the Valley and in, in Reno area where it's, where it's pushing, uh, but it makes Washoe County, the new per capita epicenter for COVID in the state of Nevada. Uh, and then, uh, you know, on, on somewhat of the heels of that, Governor Sislak, uh, he spoke last week and said he didn't he didn't want to walk back the openings um, and he was going to hold tight and basically just work to improve their their contact tracing efforts and basically urged everyone just to stay stay diligent in their efforts and continue to uh, take everything seriously. So hopefully uh, we don't see anything walk back. Uh, it's going to get, I think, pretty interesting over the next month or so just to see how how things do pan out um, in relation to the virus. Uh, you know, are we going to see closures walk back? Are we going to, you know, you, you talked about the vaccine. It's still a, a ways out, um, but how how might that impact things? Um, you know, last week in California, there was a, a court that ruled half of the San Quentin state prison's population needs to be released or transferred because of COVID. And that's almost 1,800 prisoners. Um, I didn't hear if the county was going to appeal the decision, but it just seems bonkers, right? I, I just, when I say things are going to get interesting, that's, you know, just something to think about is, you know, you're talking about releasing 1800 prisoners, um, you know, before they should be. So I, I don't know if you have any thoughts around that, Mike. But and, just... and then the transfer, we heard about how they would transfer from prison to prison and then start another outbreak in those other prisons. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's sort of a catch 22 because from what I, from what I know about San Quentin, those aren't the nicest people. Uh, no. So just hit, well, letting them hit the streets. You know? I have a good friend of mine who works there, um, you know, and, and they have, uh, I think it's 75% of that prison population. They've been infected. Um, so yikes. I, yeah. I, it, it's just, it's crazy. That's why I say it's going to be interesting just to see how, how things go. And um, you know, hopefully, hopefully things start to get, somewhat normalized i don't know but you know it's just kind of scary to think about some of the things that you hear as far as surges and things like that and yeah we don't want to end up like el paso right they got put back on lockdown for two weeks yeah spain Texas. put a spain and italy yeah so hopefully yeah fingers crossed um you know basin wide everybody's pretty 
pretty well holding steady from from where they were so that's that's good to see um in our neck of the woods anyway mm-hmm. so hopefully that uh continues to stay the course there uh we did have a cover story on the on the tribune over the weekend that revolved around restaurants preparing for winter in the colder months uh, i just gonna suggest giving giving it a peek uh definitely gonna have some challenges but hopefully they're when you know what they're doing to prepare will help get them through because once that snow flies that outdoor dining it's gonna take on a whole new direction right you're going to be dressing like you're heading up to the resort. Yeah. Especially yeah. on nights like these where we're seeing this <laughs> Arctic cold front coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've made mention about, you know, quite a few events have been canceled due to the pandemic and, you know, we'll add one more to the pile. Um, and we all believed it was going to get canceled anyways. Um, Snow Globe, they made the official announcement last week that it is not going to happen this year uh, would have been its 10 year anniversary. And I believe Mike, you You've made all of them. You got to be super bummed about this unless you were, I don't know if you were planning on going or not, but any thoughts around that for you? It would have been really tough for me to go if it would have happened, given the COVID situation and a pregnant wife. Um, and yeah, I am bummed. Uh, but, and you know, I like how they just totally uh, threw in the towel and said, we're not going to do any virtual, all of that. It just, just nix it and then try to come back better next year if they do. Yeah, we did see over the weekend, though, one thing that did happen was live music uh, made a return back to uh, the basin, the Crystal Bay Casino. They hosted uh, their first concert since March. Uh, their shows are less than 150 people with all the restrictive measures. Um, they can't really get to the allowed 250 max for Nevada. Uh, but if you're craving live music, uh, this is we've talked about it plenty of times uh, on our podcast. Uh, one of my favorite venues at the lake. Uh, they have a few more coming up, so maybe give it a peek if, uh, if you're jonesing for that live music. Um, then you, we talked about a little bit. Still, It was uh, chilly this morning. Um, 18 degrees is what I saw for, for South Lake. Uh, high teens posting up uh, for pretty much the low this, uh, this morning and tomorrow. Lows, I think, mid-20s for most of the week. Uh, and then some highs around the mid-60s for most of the week. Um, you know, I, ho- I, I just want to see that nozzle get turned on for some precipitation. That's what I want to see. Yeah, it's a dry cold right now. Dry and bitter. Yeah, yeah. And we are under a red flag warning that started yesterday. And as of this morning, uh, it, it got extended until about noon uh, tomorrow. So we'll see if that uh, if that maintains. But red flag warning is in effect right now. Uh, really crazy weather across the entire country this week. You got snow, you got ice, you got wildfire, you got tropical storms. You know, I guess just buckle up for the last two months of 2020, right? <laughs> better. <laughs> I mean, I've been buckled up for a while. So. Yeah, I think everybody. I'll just tighten the strap a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll I'll end us here on a good note. Um, Much like they have during the entire pandemic, the folks over Overland Meat and Seafood, they're doing their tacos for Tahoe giveaway starting at 10 a.m. Is this their third? I think this is the third time that they Yeah, I I believe so. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this and it's after 10, I guess no tacos for you. Um, Yeah, because the line, you know, it's stacking up. So you got to be there. So. But just more than anything, a big shout out to Brian and his entire local staff there for what they've done for the community. And that's why they won the Best of Tahoe uh, Community Contributor. Oh, you you announced. Oh, that's an exclusive. Exclusive to the podcast listeners. We got (laughs) most of those are going to be announced on uh, on this Friday. So uh, you get a little (laughs) preview of that. There you go. And that's why you listen, people (laughs) right here. You get some you get some fun, quirky news. You get the heavy hitting stuff here locally and exclusive breaking news about Best of Tahoe. (laughs) Stay warm, people, and uh, have a safe and happy Halloween out there. We'll chat with you next Monday. See you, Rob.
Adeus.